Hi guys, here we are, MMA UK News, obviously myself, Stoneboy as always, MMA UK BJJ show, so talking about Grapple Fest 11, Grapple Fest 11, going to be at the usual place, so Fusion Nightclub, Fleet Street in Liverpool now, going to be Saturday 26th of February, doors open I believe around about 3ish, so 3, half past 3, um, first fight kicks off 4pm, um, Grapple Fest are very punctual when it comes to fight times, uh, so make sure you're in the venue there for 4pm because that's when the first fight will kick off. Uh, it's going to be Daisy Fresh versus Europe. Daisy Fresh coming over with a team of animals from the US and they're looking to take on some of the best that we have here in the UK and Europe. Now, tickets, guys, there's none available. Um, Chris Thompson's still getting messages on a daily basis asking for tickets. So there is none at all. There's none at all. There hasn't been any for a good few weeks now. The only place you will be able to see it is on Fight TV. Now, uh, you can download the app, Fight TV, or go on to uh, the internet, so it's fighttv.com. You'll be able to then, obviously, go on and get the pay-per-view for this. Prices are very, very good for the pay-per-view, so I believe an annual subscription is only $49.99. Monthly is $4.99, and the pay-per-view is $14.99. So I think UK money... What's around about a tenner? So a tenner for the, the, the matches that you're going to have is absolutely fantastic. So uh, now my next guest is going to be on the show that night. So Jamie Hughes, Celtic Pride Martial Arts. Um, uh, Jamie's a black belt under Greg Creel. Um, coming out, an awesome team. Obviously, they guys are absolutely, they do absolutely wonders in jiu-jitsu. Obviously, representing Wales uh, on the jiu-jitsu scene all over the place. So... Uh, he's going to be up against John Hansen, so again, tough match. But Jamie, anybody that's ever seen Jamie grappling, Jamie's awesome, man, absolutely brilliant to watch. So, so Jamie, listen, absolute pleasure to have you on, buddy. How are you doing? Yeah, very well, thank you. Cheers for having me on. No, listen, absolute pleasure, absolute pleasure. So, um, so yeah, Grapple Fest 11 then. So how's, how's everything going with you training-wise for it then? Yeah, it's been going good. It's um, after having... Well, it's been two years since I competed now because of COVID and everything like that. So it was something Chris approached me with and just got me excited for the first time in a long time. Yeah. So yeah. I couldn't I couldn't really turn it down. It's such a, a wonderful opportunity on on like a premiere show. So yeah, I was really excited for it. Definitely. And I mean you've been on before. Obviously you've been on Polaris and things like that as well. So you're used to big shows like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a lot of experience on like the the bigger shows. I've been really fortunate to be able to be on a lot of them over the years. So yeah, I'm hoping all that experience comes in handy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Grapple Fest, one of these ones, because uh, I know you were on one of the earlier Grapple Fest shows. But uh, as time's going on, Grapple Fest, just, just two seconds. Someone at the door. Two seconds. <laughs> But yeah, we'll, not, we'll just say that Jamie, obviously, he was on an earlier one. So, uh, again, obviously, when he comes back, we'll mention, uh, as I say, the Grapple Fest just getting bigger and bigger. So, um, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, what we're saying there, Jamie, is um, obviously Grapple Fest. I know you were on one of the earlier shows. So, but Grapple Fest, as you've seen over the years, is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah, yeah. Like, I can remember, I think I made my debut on like Grapple Fest 4. Grapple Fest uh, 4, yeah. Yeah, that was against Ian Jones. And that was like a really good matchup. And like, first time I competed on there, the one biggest thing I noticed is like the, the difference in atmosphere. 
Yeah. So obviously inclusion like club, you've got the peers seeping, everything's above you and like everyone's there to have a good time, they get they get rowdy as the night goes on. So yeah. I've just been super impressed with the growth of it. Yeah. Like um like Chris Thompson, I always say like he's got his finger on the pulse. So like in terms of like matchmaking and the, the moves he's trying to make, I think he's like really like spearheaded like uh, the growth in Europe. It's kinda of like I call it the hardcore show because if you're really into your submission grappling, you're looking at yeah. the card top to bottom and you're like, Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. It's an awesome card. I mean, I'd say we always we always say anytime I talk to Chris, I'm like, Well, how are you gonna top this one? How are you going to top that one? But every time he brings out another show, it seems to be bigger than the previous show. Yeah, he's like a mad scientist, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he definitely is. And he's got, you know what I was talking about? He says he's got the next show planned and the show after that planned. So he already, he already knows what he's doing two shows ahead of time. So, um, and he's got an idea of how the show's going to go and stuff like that. So it's always brilliant whenever he puts a fight card out and you just see it and you think, wow. No way he's going to top this one, but they always do. Grapple Fest always do. Yeah, they always seem to get bigger and better. And the other the other thing he looks at is like he's trying to develop um, like the lower belts because he knows that's like his his future stars and then getting established names in. So it's, it's a nice blend. It's not like his all um, established black belts. So like you watch some of the the, the prelims and they're just absolute yeah. fire. You've got like these young blue and purple belts who are like in two or three years time they're going to be the next crop of black belts so getting yeah. to watch them and giving them a platform especially because like I remember back like when submission only was just getting started in the UK it would only be like established names whereas now you've got like um, like one of my students uh, Owen uh, Phillips Jones he's a blue belt and this is going to be his second appearance on this so he's getting opportunities like an 18 year old kid to be on like yeah. the, the biggest show in Europe from my opinion so I think that's a great uh, great thing going forward there's, and I mean the, the prelims itself can be I mean you look on some submission only shows the prelims itself could be a main card on most shows yeah yeah definitely well if you were to like look at this this prelim card I think that would be equal to anything else you've got going on in Europe is is yeah. really really good yeah yeah and it's an awesome bunch of people as I say the the main card I mean obviously Dante Leon you've got Mikey Musumeki Kendall Rusin Fion um Kev Corkill, do you know I mean? Obviously yourself, John Hansen. I mean, an absolute awesome main card as well. Yeah, you just named some like mega stars in jiu-jitsu there. Like, they, like Mikey Musumeci, Fion, Kendall. You don't really get any bigger than that. Dante Leon, Shavinsky. They're just, they're just massive names. Like, Yeah, yeah. And it's brilliant, obviously, you being in the mix of that as well. Because obviously, and again, you're quite, you're quite, High up on the card as well. Obviously, close near close to the end. I think you're what about what third, fourth, fifth fight away from the end. So, um, so obviously you being in the mix is obviously brilliant for yourself. Not just you, but obviously Welsh jiu-jitsu as well. Yeah, definitely, man. Because like obviously, like I train like still in Abbey is like a tiny, tiny little town in in South Wales. So to go from like pretty humble beginnings again to a point like this just shows, I think, like the growth of Welsh Jiu-Jitsu and just how, how much talent we've got in this area. Because like where I live, I think there's like a population of about 13,000 people. Yeah, we boast yeah. like two really big gyms here. I think there's numerous UFC fighters, numerous Jiu-Jitsu black belts, Thai boxing world champions, K1 uh, world champions, um, Jiu-Jitsu, everything, European champions. So... It's kind of like Welsh Dagestan is starting to get known as now because pretty much 
there's just so much talent coming out here just for one little place. And it's kind of like the, I'd say, is the is the hotbed of um, uh, Welsh mixed martial arts and, and combat sports in general at the minute. Yeah. So it's not the place you want to go for a fight? Oh, no, definitely not. Definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> Chances are someone's going to have cauliflower years on you and be pretty decent. <laughs> and then obviously Grapple Fest. Oh, you mentioned there, obviously, uh, obviously your coach came to you and said, look, Grapple Fest, you want to fight on it. So did you know who your opponent was before you said yes or did you? were you just happy to just go with whoever they put in front of you? Yeah, I was aware of um, um, John because obviously I, I still keep my, my finger on the pulse of like the, the pro grappling scene because obviously when you're in it, you kind of have to, I think, even even if you're competing readily or not. Just uh, I saw John do really well at the trials. I watched him fight at ADCC. Always yeah. see him in like the, the IBJJF tournaments and things like that. So I know what a, what a high caliber grappler he is. Probably if you like rating him, I'd probably rate him as like maybe one or two. In, in the US at the minute, if you're talking American heavyweight grapplers. So, yeah, yeah. it's like one of those I couldn't really turn down because, like, the first one back after two years, like, it's like a free shot for me because I'm got no expectation of myself. I know I'm, I might be a bit rusty, but I've got literally nothing to lose in this. When I come in, and like Chris always says, he just wants good performances. He wants entertaining matches. And that's one thing I've always done throughout my whole career. I come in and I'm going to kill or be killed. And that's, that's the way you want to see it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And then we we spoke about that obviously before we went live. Uh, obviously, you did a, an interview with uh, Lewis Smith, obviously a couple of years ago. And obviously, at that point, this was I think it was what July, June, July two thousand nineteen. And obviously, at that point, you you obviously had big plans. You had a vision of where you were going. You had goals and so on. And then March twenty twenty came and absolutely ruined it for for not just you but for for every single person, especially because obviously, as you know. There's a lot of guys in the UK love competing all over the world. Um, but obviously, unfortunately, for, what, 18 months, we were robbed of that. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, obviously, for, for most of my career, I've spent my time traveling to, to different countries, America, Brazil, all over Europe, um, competing. So, yeah, it was a big adjustment period for me in the fact that kind of had, like, my livelihood taken away. Um, yeah. Obviously, the gyms weren't open for about nine months in different spurts and things like that. So that was a big adjustment period and like not having access to, to regular training and things like that. But yeah. Uh, yeah, about two years ago, well, the last time I competed, I was what, 20, 29 years old. I'm 31 now. So when you put it in those terms, it's, uh, maybe two of my peak years gone. I like to yeah. think I'm getting better, but it was um, a lot that I've taken away. But in terms of like, uh, the way things were going, like then I was pretty much solely just the competitor. I, I was like coaching like my, my kids' program and stuff like that. But probably over the last two years, I transitioned more into coaching than than, than thinking about myself because obviously I teach at um, Catholic Pride Martial Arts full time. And I also uh, I'm a head coach at Flawless BJJ in, in Newport as well. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm more of a, I'd probably say I'm more of a coach now, but I probably enjoy my training more now that I'm splitting my time between coaching and preparing myself because I get to see like the development of my students and um, all my teammates. So, yeah, if you're talking in like terms of like uh, how I feel as a person, I'm probably a lot happier now with how things are going than probably pre-COVID because I had a, basically had two years to think about a lot of things. Yeah, and I think it's improved me massively. So I'm hoping to to, to put that on show on Grapple Fest. 
definitely. And that's one thing, I mean, we did. I mean, a lot of people in jiu-jitsu took time to to think, because obviously we, a lot of people didn't get to train. I know obviously some people did manage under the elite programme, uh, obviously the UK BJJ put out, but there was a lot of people that didn't. And they had a chance to kind of reflect on, obviously, their jiu-jitsu journey. And there was even a lot of blue belts that disappeared that came back after the lockdown as well. So some of these uh, missing people came back. Yeah, yeah. Well, we had the same thing. We had like a massive influx when we opened back up kind of after all the lockdowns were done. And there were people coming in I hadn't seen for six, seven years. And they were like, <laughs> we just had time to think. And like, I might never get another chance to be able to train and things like that. So I think people noticed that they took it for kind of for granted and things like that. So I think giving, giving people like a new lease of life, like our gym is like absolutely buzzing at the minute. There's so many people yeah. there enjoy, enjoying martial arts, jiu-jitsu, and enjoying getting fit and healthy and things like that. So it's just nice to see because obviously we've had two years of absolute shit. So it's nice to yeah. see everyone on the up and up and see people with a kind of a different mindset towards it all as well. Definitely. And as we said as well, Welsh jiu-jitsu... Um, I think Neil Williams put out a post the other day. Oh, he's been updating it regularly, but 69 black belts in Wales at the moment. I think you were, what, number 18? Um, obviously looking at the list. So, um, and it's an awesome list. And again, especially Wales being like Scotland, obviously we're a, we're a small country. So um, to have 69 black belts, and not just 69 black belts, but some of the black belts there are some of the top black belts in the world, Ash Williams, Fionn and stuff like that. So... Um, so it must be awesome for Wales at the moment. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's fantastic just to see the growth because obviously I started jiu-jitsu in I think about 2009, I think. And at yeah. the time, there they were no black belts. So to yeah. go from that to having so many black belts now, but not just black belts, but a lot of them are like genuine world-class competitors as well. So obviously you've got like a lot of the, the people coming through now have been training since they were children and starting to get those higher belts and reach black belts. So... Yeah, it's just yeah. it's just wonderful to see because obviously we're all like a really tight knit community in Wales. Everyone knows everyone, so yeah, it's just really good to see. Like obviously I'm at the point now where I'm like a little bit more of an older head because obviously mm -hmm. I've been around the scene quite a while. So it's just awesome to see like people I met as when they were like young white belts just making their strides into the sport, and now they're established black belts. So it's just yeah, it's a really good time for for Welsh Jiu Jitsu in general. I think. Yeah, and what are you going to do? I mean, obviously you're 31 now. Are we going to see you still competing in adult divisions at, at comps, or are you going to be going in the old man division, the masters one? Uh, to be honest with you, for like the like the pro grappling events, I'm always going to be looking for the, the toughest opposition I can get. Um, but for me, like I am fully aware, like if I'm looking at like a black belt world championship, I've yeah. got to be realistic. The chances of me like making a deep run into a, a black belt world championship now with 31. It's not beyond the realms of possibility, but if you're looking like for like a, a, a reachable target, I will be mo moving into the the masters divisions because obviously I've got a lot more commitments now than when I was like a, a 25 year old with no commitments. I've got multiple gyms I work at. I've got other other things, other projects in the pipeline. But yeah, like when you're looking at in terms of like the the quality of masters divisions is is crazy. Like I competed um, master one the last time I competed. That was at the the Euros in 2020. Yeah. And I took uh, I took bronze uh, and I lost out to Nelton Pontes, who was the the two time reigning adult champion who just moved into masters itself. Yeah. So you can see yeah. the level of opposition you're going to face there. Yeah. Yeah. But for Definitely. me, yeah. I, 
I'm excited just to, I'm always open to the prospect of competing. I'll probably compete a lot uh, less frequently now compared mm-hmm. to like when I was a, a, a younger grappler. So obviously I, I used to keep a crazy schedule. I compete like 30 times in a year. Yeah. Whereas, yeah. Whereas with that now, I'm probably looking at maybe like six to seven events a year, but something big. Like my motivation now is Gora, is Gora get me excited. Like I'm always training, yeah. but. I love training, but for, for mm-hmm. me to push that little bit extra and wanna wanna step out and compete is gonna be something that's gonna get me get me excited and motivated for that process because I'm never just gonna compete for the sake of competing. I've competed in hundreds and hundreds of tournaments over the years, so nothing is new for me anymore. Yeah, yeah. No, definitely, definitely. And then got a question coming in, Steve Giff uh, Stephen Gifford. Who's the best hey. dancer at Celtic Pride? Uh, I knew he for that question because he knows full well as him. <laughs> that's our resident uh, Muay Thai coach, Master Splinter. And yeah, yeah. he can't he can dance anyone off a dance floor. He's unbelievable. Definitely. So he's got some moves, Stephen. He's got some moves. <laughs> unbelievable. Nice. Nice. Um, and then, final thing for you then, Jamie. Obviously, uh, you've been in the game for a long time. Obviously, you've been in the game, even obviously jujitsu, but obviously I knew you were training before that and stuff like that as well. So, anybody you want to shout out to, so any friends, family members, teammates, and I know you've just uh, re-signed with Tatami as well. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, big shout out to Tatami. Been a massive supporter of me over the years. Um, my eleventh year was it uh, representing Tatami as a brand. So, pretty much been with them since their their inception and like. Like we're saying about growth, just to see what what they've managed to achieve in the past 10, 11, 12, 13 years. I think they they're arguably the biggest brand on the planet at the minute. I think jiu-jitsu wise. So yeah, big shout out to to Lee, Gareth, all the team there, to Tommy. They've been a massive help in my career, and also very good friends over the years. Um, always got always got shout out my my coaches, Greg Creel, main man, work boss. Yeah. Um, Pedro Bessa for being inspiration to all of us on the team proper OG of um, UK Jiu-Jitsu and a, and a great man um, other people I want to shout out my girlfriend who's been really supportive over the past two years she's also my yeah. strength and conditioning coach so she's getting, been getting me big and strong ready for ready for Grapple Fest uh, big shout out to Mike Summers of OC Industries um, yeah, and just all my teammates at um, Celtic Pride Martial Arts and Flawless BJJ. Those are the guys who inspire me more than anyone. Yeah. Guys who are working 60 hours a week and still training like animals five, six days a week. So big shout out to you. If it wasn't for you, we wouldn't have no training. So big shout out to them. Definitely, definitely. Well, there you go, guys. So we're going to have Jamie Hughes, Celtic Pride Martial Arts, up against John Hansen, Grapple Fest 11. Saturday, 26th of February. So, uh, as I said, no tickets available. Stop messaging Chris Thompson. Um, and make sure you get on Fight TV. As a absolutely fantastic prices for Fight TV. Obviously, with the, the, the annual, monthly, or the pay-per-view price. So, to get yourself on to Fight TV. Uh, but looking forward to seeing you, Jamie. Um, as I said, obviously, I've been in the game for what, about eight years. So, um, I don't think I've ever came across you in regards to speaking to you, but I've certainly been at events where you've been at and I've managed to see you and so on. So uh, so I'm absolutely buzzing again to see you at Grapple Fest. So um, I know what you Welsh guys are tough, man. You Welsh guys are very tough. So so we're buzzing to see you again, buddy. Yeah, I can't wait. Very, very excited. 
there for it. Listen, I'll see you on the 26th, but thank you again um, and no enjoy the rest of your day, buddy. All right. My pleasure. Thank you for having me on. Take care, buddy. Yes.